Hey, it's Lisa, me, Manin Mold. I was reading one of my favorite books again uh, yesterday. Stealing Fire by Stephen Kotler and Jamie Wheel. And the um, jacket of this book says, it's the biggest revolution you've never heard of. I know I've talked about this in a previous podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me, $4 trillion is spent every year um, on people trying to reach an altered state of consciousness, peak performance. And over the past decade, Silicon Valley executives like Eric Schmidt, Eric Schmidt, Elon Musk, special operatives from the Navy SEALs and the Green Berets, and maverick scientists such as Sasha Shulgin and Amy Cuddy have turned everything we thought we knew about high performance upside down. Inside of grit, better habits, or 10,000 hours, these trailblazers have found a surprising shortcut. They've harnessed, they're harnessing rare and controversial states of consciousness to solve critical challenges and outperform the competition. New York Times bestselling author Stephen Kotler and high-performance expert Jamie Wales spent four years investigating the leading edges of this revolution from the home of SEAL Team 6 to the Googleplex to the Burning Man Festival, Richard Branson's Necker, Necker Island, Red Bull's Training Center, Nike's Innovation Team, and the United Nations Headquarters. And what they learned was stunning. In their own ways, with differing languages, techniques, and applications, Every one of these groups has been quietly seeking the same thing, the boost in information and inspiration that altered states provide. I'll say that again. All those groups, all the $4 trillion spent, was the, the aim of that was the boost in information and inspiration that altered states provide. Today, this revolution is spreading to the mainstream. It's been in the mainstream. Fueling it, it just didn't know about it, right? I mean... Um, they were the ones that spent four years investigating this, but it's been around for a long time. Today, this revolution is spreading to the mainstream, fueling a trillion-dollar underground economy and forcing us to rethink how we can all lead richer, more productive, more satisfying lives, driven by four accelerating forces, psychology, neurobiology, technology, and pharmacology. We are gaining access to and insights about some of the most contested and misunderstood terrain in history. Stealing fire is a provocative ex examination of what's actually possible, a guidebook for anyone who wants to radically upgrade their life. There's a lot of things in this book that um, I knew of. Some, the people, of course, the, the, um, the you know, they, they talk, it's a lot of research. And, um, I have a degree in psychology and just a bachelor's degree because I hated the field once I got into it. Um, my study in college was all science-based. It wasn't counseling-based. And not that I hated the field, but it was laborious. It was um, people were, let's put it this way. I know I've said this before. I related more to the patients than I did the practitioners. And it may sound kind of crazy. Maybe it does. Whatever. Um, I didn't see them as so different from the rest of us. And I thought the, the real neurotics were some of the doctors I used to work with. Um, this is a fascinating book. It's fascinating because the more you listen to it, the more you see some of the things that you've, ex at least for me, some of the things I've experienced myself 
in my life in the past and um, the, the consequences of it, the ramifications of it, the, um, the, what it really means to my life now, what it meant then, um, was it, is it something that's duplicatable? Um, a lot of these states that they talk about are fleeting. And high performance, the, Stephen wrote the book, Stephen Kotler wrote a book prior to this, I believe, maybe after, I'm not sure, around the same time this one came out was um, The Rise of Superman. And that's primarily about um, extreme sports. And his intent in writing that book, and he published it, it was, it's, I don't know if it's just an, a, it's a book, actual book, it's an audiobook. It's the only thing I could find was the audiobook. I love audiobooks. Um, but he published that book with a company that was more geared to people in the spirituality uh, community. And um, because he and Jamie are in the surrounded by scientists all the time, or pretty much, they have the Flow Genome Project. And they keep trying to um, map, categorize, cal- um, categorize, uh, catalog, um, label, identify, I don't know how to say it, all the experiences people consider flow. And um, it's an, a, an extreme undertaking. The premise of The Rise of Superman Stephen Kotler says at the end of his book is hoping that once you when you have finished reading it that you will realize that we have the technology today we have the um, data about altered states and peak performance and how to achieve it and how to sustain some of those states and how we could collaboratively come together, people in different disparate disciplines, come together to solve big, major problems in the world. And I see that as an invitation to take a few things that, a one thing in particular that we are involved with and introduce it and hopefully marry it to um, an, an initiative and a mission of a charity that we are, two of them, two charities that we are, um, I don't know how to say it, but in, involved with and have a um, heartfelt connection to. And that is the, it's not just, these books aren't just, like this one in particular, Stealing Fire, isn't just um, a compilation of all this data just to compile all this data and say, well, look at what happened over the years and look what's happening now. It's a history. It's very historic and it brings you up to date of where we are now. And they do come out right, they come right out and say in the very beginning that a lot of this stuff, I don't know if you said it in this book or they said it in the last book, um, Superman book, that these things change. 
And maybe as they're going to print, some of the stuff will be irrelevant and obsolete. That is the nature of our world and, um, and more so than ever before. But there still are things in our world that are never changing. They're just never changing. Um, in spite of what even science says about us, there are things that will remain constant in our lives. Our values of love for one another and those values and that feeling of um, reaching out in your in to the the human spirit is probably one of the most powerful forces known to all of us and that is the in my opinion combined with technology collaborative um, efforts of many people in various disciplines um, can change big problems that we have in our world it would in fact it is the only thing that will change the big problems that we have in the world is the power of our human spirits collaborating with one another utilizing the technology that we have at our disposal and if you are interested in finding out what we are doing with our business to help um, the two charities that we have uh, a heartfelt connection to um, you can send me an email at wq .freethewizard at gmail.com. And you can also send this out to anybody that um, feels like they have a mission. They came here with a mission. And their mission's not even begun yet. And I think now would be the time to begin your mission. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.